Anyways, bro, welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast. I said it wrong. I've said the wrong podcast before. I'll be like, welcome back to the table podcast. Wait, that's not my podcast. Wait, no. I mean, we're at the table. <laughs> right? Start quoting everyone. Welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. Wait, it's not my podcast, bro. <laughs> welcome back to the People's Podcast, episode number seven. Today's guest <laughs> is Dom Baladeris. This dude, he's like a cross between Stephen Furtick and like, shoot, I don't know, man. Think of, uh, he's wild. He's currently wearing a... Uh, it looks like a referee soccer jersey with flowers on it. <laughs> it has like holes in it. Like, what, what is this? What is this, bro? What, I would what say it's like something you'd wear to like a music festival. Honestly, it's just like one of those like those dudes that would just wear like something like cool out on like a Sunday night. It's supposed to be cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, basically it's balling, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. I appreciate it. Oh, it's no problem. You know, I just thought about it. I'm like, I always wanted to do a podcast or something like eight interviews. Just to say you got it off the list, Just bro. to say off the just list, like on my bucket list of things just to do. Just to say, well, you know, we ain't, you ain't reaching real high to get to this <laughs> one, but it's better than nothing. I know, since I flew in from Wisconsin the other day, you know, yeah, I just wanted right. to come to, I just wanted to come try this out, you know, right. like, hey, the people's podcast is going big and viral, so right. you could say you could say you were there, yeah, at least, exactly. for, at least for half an episode. Anyways, bro, so we met at Celebration Church, is the church we attend. Um, how'd you get involved with Celebration? So when I got involved with Celebration, I remember I was going to Celebration for three and a half years, and I was just kind of iffy about like ever thinking about joining the dream team i would walk past dream team members for about what's what's a dream team member a dream team member is basically we volunteer we don't like to call them volunteers but basically people that help out at celebration church okay freely dream team so we call them the dream team members. for sure so every time i would walk in the church everybody would always say hi and i thought it was friendly but at the same time i'd be like i would never do that and i would walk past dream team members every day like not even saying them. hi barely saying hi i'm just like oh okay you know like that's good I kid you not, for three years, I'm literally going there by myself. At first, I was going with my parents, and then they ended up kind of breaking off, and they went to another They're church. They're like, this fool for three years, don't talk to you, just quiet. And then when university campus started at Maya Cinema about last February, I believe, Yeah, I, um, I heard about it, and I was like, that'd be cool to go. So I started going to the morning and night service, and not only was I dissing people in the morning service, I was dissing people at night service, too. Dissing, I was double dissing everybody. <laughs> I was just so scared of like people. Even though I do have like an outgoing personality, something was keeping me from actually talking to people. Yeah. I, I do not know what it is. It was almost like a oppressive, oppressive spirit that was keeping me from like reaching that next level, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was so stuck in church mode of just going and leaving and not really connecting with anybody. Yeah. So... But I've always wanted to be part like of a church group. I didn't think I would ever do it. But yeah. everything comes in the right timing. I've learned in God's in God's yeah. life. You know, it's just gonna come on its own. So when I got part of the dream team, it happened with the thought because Anthony. It was around December time. Had was saying, oh, if anybody wants to come out and help out, it was like December time. I forgot what event was going on. It was like in Madeira, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, that would be cool. You know, something sparked inside of me. Like I want to do more. And yeah. I just told Anthony, I was like, yeah, I want to do more. Like that was. That was my motive. I just want to do something more. Yeah. And that's what it started with. And I was like, all right, that's cool. You know, like, I'm actually just starting to step out. But when it came down to it, I didn't even go to the event to help out. (laughs) Did you get like, did you like freak out and not show up? I was literally stuck in a double mindset where I was going to go and then I wasn't going to go. Because I had another event to go to and Madeira was far from me. So I was kind of going back and forth. But I I didn't have like... The motive to go, so I just kind of yeah, put it on. You knew you wanted something more, yeah. But I was just too stuck in my worldly yeah, things, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. kind of blew it off. For sure. So from there, Anthony was just like, "Well, if hey, you should join the dream team," but I'm like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." I'm like, "But I can't right now because my work schedule." So I went through my whole work schedule all the way up until February, and then they changed my schedule. It all worked out because I wanted to learn something new at my job, so I took the steps to learning something new, and in the process of doing that, it propelled me to go back to my old shift so I could do the um, Discover course with Anthony. So when I did okay. the Discover course with Anthony, that was about in, i say in middle of March. What's the Discover course? Discover course is basically the four-step process of joining the Dream Team where we where we know God. You gotta know it, bro. <laughs> I don't, you gotta I, know it, bro. Anthony's watching right now. No. Uh, know God, discover purpose, make a difference, and... I forgot. Honestly. Bro, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. We'll there, there's four core values. If you're from Celebration listening to this, you know what they are. So, basically, it's basically a um, 
four-step process into becoming knowing God more and knowing the history of Celebration Church and how we came to be, basically. Yeah. So I went through that, and while I was going through that, though, I was going through a very hard time in my life because I was in a state of mind where I was switching over from my old mindset to a new mindset. Yeah. So everything was switching around. I'm still living in the world trying to do better, but it's hard for me because I'm still trying to escape the past. And I got literally involved in a relationship that took me by surprise because for <clears throat> all of 2018, I would literally talk to like six girls at a time. Oh, I kid trust you not. me, but we know. We know. <laughs> we know how you I would literally talk to six girls at a time and not have any feelings for any one of them. And I was just at a point in my life where I was like, like, why can't I like anybody? Let me ask. Did you did you talk to chicks because you were just a baller and a player? Or was it you were looking for deepness and it wasn't coming right away, so you would just move to the next one? Yeah. yeah. I think it was more like that because, like, there would be girls I would spend so much time with for, like, months at yeah. a time. Like, sleep, they would sleep over and everything. And yeah. I would never... I'm done. But I wouldn't actually, like... Um, I couldn't like them, and I, even when I tried to, I just had a cold heart. I could think I put over the, over the years, I kind of put up this front where I just had like this cold heart. And, yeah. Like I was wondering, I'm like, well, I can't like this person. This person's great, like literally. Yeah. And like, I'm talking to all these great people, but for some reason, yeah. I'm just it's stuck. Walls in walls keeping you. From yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in this player mentality where I don't let myself like anybody that yeah. way. And I wasn't like I would try to, but it was impossible. Were you afraid of getting hurt? I don't know if it was no. exactly the point of getting hurt i think it was just more everything i'd been through where i was just like forget relationships you know i don't want to be in a relationship so for anybody that would ever think that oh i fall in love with girls too fast so i've been told i'm like i don't fall in love with girls fast at all it's just i actually grew a heart so when i actually do end up liking somebody i end up liking them hard compared to before (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, compared to being before i was just like not like and my heart was not where it was at yeah. So when I started coming to God more this year, because I've been going to church since I was nine years old. I've been in the church thing. I've seen people falling over the floor laughing. I've seen people running around barefoot oh, with, school, <laughs> with flags bro. in church. Oh, I grew up around that. Anaconda. It's normal to me. Yeah, bro, I get you. Bro. I grew up with people freaking falling over, and I had to catch them, and they got point oil school. on my face. I've been in the church scene my whole life. Like I've been. You, there. you ever get that? That you ever give them that courtesy fall where you're just going? Like, All right, I go down just because <laughs> you're just tired of it. I forgot. Honestly, it's been a minute since I've done that. Bro, but hey, anyone listening, that grew up in like a Pentecostal church. Ag, you you know if it's not been you, you know someone where they're going hard in the praying, they're like pushing you over. You're like, I, right, you just go down. We call it a courtesy fall. Where you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna go down so they keep moving. Yeah, that's real, bro. That's <laughs> real. That's real, bro. Dude. All right, so that's full see, on right there. Amen. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. There's like, there's like, out of my like five listeners, there's like one of them at least like, yeah, I get you, bro. Yeah. I get what you're saying. We're like, what is church and all that? So I've been in this thing for a long time. I got baptized over four times. You know, let's pick baptized oh, once. Okay. I got baptized four times. Last time I got baptized was in 2017. That's off topic, but um, yeah. So going forward, I was just like, all right. Well, now I'm starting to come to God more compared to the other years. You know, mm-hmm. I've been going to church every Sunday for the past um, three years. Like there's some sometimes Sundays I wouldn't even miss. You know, yeah. like it would be rare I'd miss a Sunday. But everything I was learning wasn't getting applied in my life because it would go in one year and out out the other the next day. So you would – let me just kind of like trying to dig into your mind a little bit. So you're you're going. You're going through the motions obviously. See, in my mind what I would think is why am I still going here? Like I don't like it. I'm just going to not go. Mm-hmm. But you kept going religiously. Was it because it just became like normal? Like is this on Sunday we go to church? And, or were you going for someone or like because you're going a lot mm-hmm. for not get like not caring yeah so like what was the reason or do you not even know why you just did it was it just some going through the motions it's what we do now that i think about it it honestly became part of going through the motions it was just sunday we go to church <laughs> yeah. and that's it's just another day yeah and okay. there would be times where i wouldn't go to church and i would feel guilty so i'd watch the celebration live streams on youtube so I would be um, because it just be, it just became so <laughs> yeah. religious that you would just do that, right? Yeah. All right. So I was I would be at home after I've been hungover from a long night, yeah. and I'd literally be watching the live stream in bed, and I'd be like falling asleep during worship. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a nap during worship, yeah. and then when they start preaching, because I like Nick Hand the way he would preach and everything, and Randy Hand too. Freaking. So nice. I was watching both of them for a long time, and I don't know, like their messages were so good. 
And I remember all of it. Like the one that stood out to me the most last year was Nick's message, "Are you okay?" Because that one was dealing big at the time. Uh, When um, Mac Miller had just committed suicide and Avicii and all these famous people, and that one spoke to me a lot because it was just like, dang, like there's like people out there hurting with these real things. That that was my first interaction with Celebration Church. Really? Wow. Wow. That's what got me to want to go to Celebration because I kept seeing Mm -hmm. posts. Just you know, you get stuff on your feed. Yeah. Just constant of this dude just. Mm -hmm preaching those little segments and finally I was like I gotta see this yeah. sermon because it was just there and I opened it bro bro kid you not that meant I had no idea who Nick was I didn't even know it like I didn't know Dang. it wrecked my heart Dang. so bad and then like a month later I realized like, oh this is Clovis and then it just started like that I, I always tell them, like that I was like you peaked it's all down. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all it, that was like yeah, it got real though right like it got yeah. that was real like into how it made, it's like a mirror. That sermon was, it made you look like yeah. into yourself. Like mm-hmm. it, it was good. It was good. And yeah. I feel like people kind of overlook that. They don't want to like deal with the real them. They're just, they want to stay in a comfortable stage where they're yeah, not going to yeah. push for more. If they can stay away from thinking outside the box, then they yeah. will because it forces them to stay in a place right. they've been comfortable. And yeah. they think, well, if I get outside of this comfort zone, I'm not going to yeah. be happy anymore. Yeah, right. So I think they need to keep making heck of money or keep. Right, living in the world, drinking, partying, having sex, all the st- all the stuff I was yeah. basically doing for the longest time. You, it, yeah, it becomes like a customary lifestyle because that's what you're used to. So when you s- going through the transitional motions, if yeah. you don't like, like realize that hey, you can't keep living this way because it's only yeah. temporary happiness. Everything's temporary. Yeah, alcohol's temporary because you're only drunk for so long. Unless you drink a lot of it, then you'll be drunk forever. <laughs> and then getting high to you, it's a, you go up and you come down. Any kind of drugs, like you come up, yeah. you come down, temporary. Everything in this world is temporary. That's why when we die, we go for an eternity with Jesus. But people yeah. don't understand that. They're scared of the fact, well, what they don't if they don't know it, they're yeah. going to be scared of what's going to happen next. No, yeah, bro. But the thing is, you got to be scared more of what you're doing now. It's going to like affect yeah. you when you do die. And yeah. like, if you are going to be able to experience heaven yeah. or hell, you know? My dad would always say this, bro, growing up. And I was like, shut up, because I didn't care. Yeah. But like, it's still like the truest thing he would always say. He would always say, in terms of like, because he had a lot of, we, like, we all have friends who aren't believers, and that's cool, what it is, you know? Yeah. And he would always tell people this, like, before I go to school, he's like, here's the thing, mijo, I look white. My dad's from Mexico. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. One he's one of those. <laughs> one of those. But he would always say, he's like, here's the thing, because he was real in the church, you know, he was a former drug, uh, um, sold drug, all that, mm. like gang member. And he'd always say, here's the thing, he's like, he's like, let's say there's not a God. God ain't real. You're right. Like I'm gonna live my life happy, pursuing something that's fake, but I'm happy, and mm-hmm. you're gonna be happy. And we're going to the same place. Mm-hmm. But let's say I'm right. You're living your life of temporary happiness. Yeah. I know where I'm going, and exactly. I'm still happy. Mm-hmm. And like you're like you're right. People are running from thing to thing to thing. And I don't think that's all the case. I don't think if you see someone drink a beer, they're running. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. But I think people are self medicating, trying to mm-hmm. find. Like with trans and cultures, I mean, Crocs are cool for a little bit. We're just like from, from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing, trying to find this this filler. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it's sad to see whenever you're not there anymore. Yeah. Like, and even though we still have areas of surrender, mm-hmm. like you were there, and like from the outside perspective, I'd be like, "What are you doing, bro? You're just going to church every Sunday." Yeah. And then when you step out, you're like, "Wait a minute, what was I doing, bro? <laughs> exactly. Like I was getting high and drunk and crazy, <laughs> like messed up, self medicating Saturday, kind of like going. It's like it's like." Um, I, what is it where people will go and they'll confess their sins and yeah. then they go back to what they're doing the priest box the priest box you know, <laughs> all, hey nothing against that bro yeah. I, I think there's help in that but like when people do that you know yeah. like you're like I'm gonna go get high cider but I'm gonna watch a little bit of Nick a little bit of Randy speak and we're good to go back, yeah. back to it exactly. that was exactly my lifestyle it, it's self medication yeah. it's, 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 it's cutting it's, it's, it's clipping the weeds and not pulling mm-hmm. the root yeah, All exactly. Right. And I'll be then I'll go get drunk on a Thursday. And I'm like, I'm all morals out the door. I'm all get drunk on a Thursday. Like literally, that was the mindset. But yeah, I think when a lot of people feel like they can't, yeah, go to the next levels because they're still stuck in that same yeah. mode, like self medicating. Exactly yeah. what it is because that's what I was yeah. doing, self medicating. I thought that oh, if I need to go to all these events, yeah. raves and all this stuff. To find happiness, because like that's where I was happy. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong; it was yeah. it's really cool meeting people, like yeah. like doing that. But if I could count the numbers of times I've had blackouts, like yeah. it sucks. There's been yeah. events, so many events I went to that I could have enjoyed so much more, but yeah. I blacked out at them like halfway through. That's what I don't get, bro. Like I'll, I'll go to these uh, boxing fights or MMA fights, like you're going, and people getting like pissed, drunk. I'm like, <laughs> why? Why am I paying all this money to get drunk? You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like I'm like, I want to watch it. 
But no, like, and I agree. I think people like um, swing the what's it, the pendulum, the pendulum, where it's like you can't even go to raves, and like that's not what we're saying. They're mm-hmm. cool. There could be cool, yeah. but it's intent. Like when you're going and you're saying you're getting drunk and you're getting high and you're doing these things, is in your mindset then like looking back, are you doing it? To self-medicate or are you doing it because in your mind like we're just having fun yeah like do you know you're self-medicating when you're doing this or are you just doing it because it's just what you do i was doing it for fun you, like, were, you didn't realize it was that you yeah. were just having a i, I have tried ecstasy i have popped the, pi- I have popped the <laughs> pills straight up i have tried it but like i went what was that like that was just like a you get basically a come you get so high and you're like it's just like at a crazy point in your mind i remember literally being like this because i was just like dang like, I never wanted to come down. I kid you not. It was, like, one of the best feelings ever. Best feelings ever. And yeah. I was like, dang. And I was, like, literally felt, like, powerful at that moment. You felt good. And it was crazy. Yeah. Until I took the other half of the pill. Then I tripped out and I got scared. And I literally yeah. caught myself praying to Jesus because I was, like, literally yeah. scared to my right. life. And this yeah. was, like, in 2016. That was the last True. time I've done it in that right. year. And I was just scared. I'm like, dang, how am I going <clears> to... <throat> How am I going to come down, you know? Right. I was just like, like, you're, it's I'm like if I overdose, this is going to suck. Like, this is the end of my life right now. It starts you know? getting real. But that was like, I was like, thankful to God. Like, there's been times I should have died that I survived. Yeah. Like, to use for part of yeah. my story now. Yeah. I think people, one problem I think I ran into when I was younger, I think a lot of us was people saying drugs aren't fun. Mm-hmm. There, there's a viral video that went out. It was this lady I saw it on Twitter where she's doing sign language, but talking about like how like drugs are, I don't know if you've seen it. She's like, drugs are fun. Drinking's fun, and she's going through like the fun of it. Mm. I like smoking weed because, like, I think a lot of us were told it's not fun, and then we do it. Like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, yeah. Well, they are lying, and she was saying like drugs are fun. These things are fun, and just like going through like what it feels like because it does. Like, I've done drugs, and it feels it feels you feel good. Yeah. Like you feel like we're good. Like I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until it's not. And she was like, it's fun till it's not fun. Yeah. She's like it's fun till you get that moment where you're tripping bad mm-hmm. and you realize, oh shoot, Jesus, I need you, I need you, I need you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I, I, it, it, it's, it's self-medicating at least for me when i would do it like it started with fun and it went very quickly to i need this yeah like i need i need this to escape uh-huh. the reality of the situation mm-hmm. and i think people are looking for something like higher like people who do psychedelics i don't know or like these hardcore things like they're yeah. looking for outer body experience i had a friend dude i'm not gonna say his name he's a christian I'm now but say his name say his name right? <laughs> we used to train at the same gym i used to go to i was a boxing coach and he was a, like the head boxing coach mm-hmm. so like we would get there early and we would stay to like we would get there like at 8 a.m and stay till like 8 p.m and like we're not doing classes all day so in between we're just like hanging out you know mm-hmm. and he would always talk about like he knew i was a christian and we would just talk about life like i never tried to push that on him and he would always talk about these outer body experiences from these drugs and these psychedelics and it they sound pretty cool, bro. I'm going to be real. I'm like, hey, man, hey, you want to go slide a little bit? Oh, this way, bro. This yeah. way, let me see what this is about. Because it sounded cool. And then, like, this was went on for, like, months. Because we he was a, he was a good, good dude. And one day I get a call from him. And he's talking about, like, how he met Jesus and all this stuff. And, like, he had this moment. And he's, like, he's like on fire for God now. But the one thing he would always say is he's like, that, he's like, what I was looking for there, for there, I found was I realized I was looking for Jesus. Like, we have a hole. Mm-hmm. Like, we're looking for something. Humans innately are looking for something more. Oh, yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. what I thought I found was really this way. And mm-hmm. he was like, and he kept saying, like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's cool, bro. I was, I, we were there. Like, we were all looking for something. Yeah, whether exactly. it be sex, whether it be drugs, alcohol, money. Like, I don't think these things on surface level is bad. I don't think having money is bad. Mm-hmm. I don't even think, I mean, depending on the context of sex, but like I don't even think drinking a beer is bad. I think it's the context. In which, it's when it becomes self-medicating and it pushes you. Yeah. It can become negative. Um, ne- was it negative? Yeah. Negative? Yeah. It can become bad for you. Yeah. Bad for you. So yeah, bro. Just wanted to share that, bro. I know, I know what it's drugs. like to take psychedelics. I've only taken, <laughs> I've only taken mushrooms once and that was last year, right? And like, did you not? Like, it was cool at first. It was last week. And then, <laughs> and then I started tripping hard. And I was at a rave, and I guess like it's super intense when you take psychedelics for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I've right? heard. So my EDC, right? It's like, I think it was like June. I can't remember May. Yeah. And I'm over here tripping hard. Like I was scared. And that talk about out of body experience. I felt like I was watching myself from a third person point of view, looking at myself. And I kid you not, and I was like so scared. And I was like praying like to come down again. Like yeah. I found myself trying to come down, and I knew I was shouldn't have took it, but. You know, when you get friends like that, yeah. influential, influential, whatever. So I take it, and I'm like, dang. I'm like, I hope I come down soon. I'm literally yeah. sitting in the grass with my friends. And, like, and you're, like, seeing yourself, bro. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's crazy. Everything's vibrant. And, like, out of nowhere, I'm, like, chilling there, right? 
and I kid you not, I had this totem, right? I'm not going to tell speak what the totem is, but yeah, 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 it was yeah. just on the floor. And I, out of nowhere, this guy walks by and leaves a note on the totem. And I'm sitting there in the and grass. And this is all in your head, right? This is all you should No, this actually did happen. Okay, this, happened. this is the crazy. And I thought I was tripping. And honestly, I have to ask a friend because she remembers. But I was sitting there and I grabbed the note. And I looked at it. And I was literally holding my hand. And I was just like, I'm like, it literally said, you thought you were going to get off that easy. And I was tripping out. What the heck? I, I literally told my friend, hey, read this. Tell me if I'm tripping. And she read it. And she was like, you thought you were going to get up that easy. And I'm like, I'm not tripping. It literally said that on the paper. Yeah. Like a guy walked by. Just said it there. And there I went in a super panic mode. Like, Maybe that's when I felt running. like the demonic forest after yeah. that. Like, well, out of the odds, somebody's going to come by and leave yeah. that. You thought you were going to get off that easy. Yeah. And that was crazy for me because that was like a different moment. I was like, I'm like, dang, like, was it like a message from yeah. God or like. The like, mask got pulled off and the mask, saw yeah. going down. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, dang, like, it, that a message it, from God? Like, hey, you thought you were going to get off that easy from doing this? Like, it checked you. Gonna, yeah. It checked you. So from there, I was kind of like, when I finally came down, yeah. I didn't come down until after eight hours. I was tripping hard. <laughs> so going, I, came, I was gone. So when I came down, I was just like, dang, you know, like the next day going back home, I was just like, I hope my brain's okay. Like, I'm going to be okay after that. Right. And I remember doing XC back in 2016. Like, when I came down from coming, I came back and came down from it. And I remember I was just like, dang, I didn't feel the same after that. Like, I felt like I was out of touch with reality at that point. Yeah, it just and this did. lasted all the way up until last year, like oh, in 2018, like November time. I remember... I had a friend, I could say her name, so she's listening to this. Her name's Christina. Yeah. She's a therapist in Long Beach. And I remember because one, we all, I, we all went out and drank, right? And I was yeah. just like faded to the max. Yeah. And like, and like there was a situation that went down and I was just really emotional. I got hella mad and I was about to leave. I'm like, yeah. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm in Long Beach. Yeah. I can't have my friends. I'm trying to leave with my suitcase. I'm like, about a, to dip. take a walk. <laughs> and... I don't know where I just started ranting, and then yeah. I was just like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? It's freaking hard because like I've been going through this, and I just like started hella breakdown crying. Yeah, and she she's there with her friend. They're just like yeah. talking to me, you know. And we just had like a long talk that yeah. night, from what I remember, because I was pretty drunk. Yeah. But she basically helped me through that, like yeah. going forward. That was like the big changer moment because that yeah. helped me like come back to like I never told anybody about yeah, what yeah. I was going through about being out of touch with reality from taking those drugs. Yeah. I felt like since I took them, I would never be the same again after that. Like I was yeah. so stuck in that mindset, like dang, like what if that ecstasy affected me so bad? I'm never gonna be the same. So I lived that way. I lived in like defeat for a long time, yeah. even though I was still going to church, doing the whole thing. Yeah. I'm still living in the world hard. Yeah. To the max. And I remember she helped me through that. And I give her like a big shout out because she was like the one that helped me push to the next level. Because there's certain people that will come in your life for a certain season. They yeah. might not be meant to stay there, but at least they help you get help to you, that. They help develop you. They help develop much. you, yeah. Because yeah. I've had a lot of friends in the past leave. And oh, yeah. just from like bad experiences that I have done, you know? Yeah, and yeah. It's, all, it's been all related to drinking. Yeah. And I'm just like, every time like a bad thing happens or I get really mad, it's because I'm drunk. I'm drunk. And then eventually like I started like saying, oh, I've grown because I don't get mad anymore and I get drunk. But I'm still doing dumb things. And yeah. like, it's affecting people around me, you know? Yeah, and I didn't see it as a problem. I just see it as, well, I could, I'm still going to church and like I'm just yeah, having, yeah. having fun. But people don't understand that fun could lead to like a lot of problems down the road. And... Could even cause problems for your own kids, you know, because yeah. like they take on the generational curses sometimes. Because like a real thing, and it even speaks about it in the Bible. Yeah, I can't quote it right now. I need to do more reading in the Bible. Yeah. That's You're my next level. But um, there is a lot of scriptures that talk about like generational curses. Jesus has died for like those curses to be broken, yeah. but it's up to you to have maintain those like yeah. what he broke off. You know, yeah. if you let it back in, the devil's going to be able to come back in and stir back up your past. Yeah, of your whole family, and then your kids get affected because of your cho choices, and that's actually biblical right there. Like they'll be affected by whatever you do; they're gonna get like the punishment for it. You yeah. know, that's the crazy yeah. part about it. No, dude, I think people. I think you hit it on a no. I think people go to church thinking it's gonna solve their problems. Going to a building mm -hmm. doesn't solve their problems. We need people, and I think you like said it right. Like you went to church for three years and nothing in the moment you wanted something more i don't think discover course changed your life I oh think no people change your life i think oh, that yeah. bridge to get there now change your life because that's how i was i went to church i was like this is stupid but yeah. once you get relationship that's mm -hmm. when god starts to be exactly. i think we expect to say i'm going to church god forgive me mm -hmm. god doesn't operate like that that's not yeah. how it works there's something deeper i think god wants to be here and now it's not distant because mm -hmm. I, I i um I think it's walking the line. Like, we're trying to, like, push the boundary. It's like, if you're in a relationship, like, I equate, I'm trying to explain this to people, like, it's like being in a relationship with someone. You can either live a, be in a, like, a marriage or relationship of, I want to love you as deeply as I can, or what is cheating? Like, let's, 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 like, what's the boundary? Is this cheating? Yeah. Or is this cheating? Mm -hmm. Like, trying to figure that out, but that's empty. 
like I'm sure we've all been in empty relationships where you're like we're together but I'm trying to narrow this up like why don't I love them <laughs> well yeah. look, look what's going on like at some point like God came to save the world, change the world. He did all this, but he put it in your hands. We have to make yeah, a decision uh-huh. to step out and say, God, where are you at? And not just when we need him, but like to really step out and say, like, I need help. And like, let's walk this out. And that's the hard part. You know, I, I uh, some guys I used to work with in a church, they said, um, hurting people hurt people. Yeah. And it could be any sphere. Like People like, don't get, don't get it fooled. You can be in church your whole life. Doesn't mean you know Jesus. It's about, you need to make a decision to walk out. Showing up does not. Clocking in doesn't mean you're going to work good. Mm-hmm. You can clock in at your job and still get fired. You have to be productive. You have, <laughs> yeah. you have to work. You know, you have exactly. to make a decision to work. It's uh-huh. a mindset shift. And I think people get that twist. Like, you need to get involved. That's like, when I came to Celebration, I was immediately like, get me involved. Not only because I want to do this in my life, mm-hmm. but because I knew, like, we, we probably wouldn't, wouldn't have met if I had just been chilling. But, like, getting involved oh, yeah. and making those relationships. Exactly. Now you build friendships. Now you build community. Yeah, because when I was going to university... Um, Literally, I didn't know. I wouldn't talk to anybody walking in and out, like I said. And like, hey, man, you're like, <laughs> yeah, literally. I would see people and recognize everybody and, like, say, like, you know, I wouldn't connect with them. Every yeah. time when people hang out afterwards, like, could we get free food afterwards? So when people are hanging out, and, like, I would literally walk by and just, like, never stay to hang out or talk to anybody because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I didn't know who to stay and talk to. You know, I didn't have any friends, like, going yeah. there, basically. I was a loner. And like I wasn't able to, I wouldn't push myself to get connected, yeah. you know. And like if I didn't join the dream team, I still would have been doing the yeah. same things. And it's crazy to think about like the choices I made. It's really about the choices, like you said. Yeah. If you don't take a step out, then you're not going to yeah. step into whatever God has yeah. for you. You know, is you're just going to stay in that same worldly mindset, and then it just becomes a never-ending cycle. And that's yeah. why I found myself stuck in a never-ending cycle of all my past relationships just continuing to be bad, even throughout this year. And yeah. they might not even been that bad. But now they actually they help grow me. But now because I was able to see it from a new perspective, what the relationship was. Because the big thing, my relationship issue started back in my sophomore year with my ex. I'm all me and her are cool now, so shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to her. But she. But this is what she did. <laughs> this is what she did. No, I'm <laughs> no, but um, everything started from that relationship because that's where all my insecurities, trust issues. I was a, like a year relationship on and off. You know, basically yeah, yeah, all the yeah. stuff you would experience in whatever they call a toxic relationship. I don't like the word toxic. I feel like it's just like past i don't have to like label it as toxic because yeah. I mean, we we have this thing in society where people are like this person's toxic and that yeah. person's toxic but in reality they're not toxic they're just dealing with stuff that we don't yeah. see you know people, they don't intend to hurt you yeah they don't intend to hurt you because you love them at one point you know you guys have all these yeah. good memories yeah. but when things do get bad it's because of like sometimes they just emotions affect you and if you yeah. don't shut off the bad emotions that's when the devil comes in and stirs takes one thought and stirs yeah. it into a million thoughts that's why you can't put your worth in people dude. exactly it's anxiety right like yeah. dude, how dare they man they're going through it too bro mm-hmm. like they're figuring this out too. and this or... is when i didn't i still go to church doing the church thing but i didn't fully know no jesus yeah. like and we're never going to fully know him yeah. but i didn't like have that relationship yeah. with him so that's why my relationship wasn't stable i couldn't say like hey yeah. this is wrong or this is bad like, we can't be acting yeah. like this you know and, and you and what it looks like is like like going through the motions of going to church and like i say this and i do say this and it sounds weird but i'm like it like i mean there's there's obviously seeds being planted by you going to church oh yeah like there's obviously little ones but, like if you took church part out like you were still living the same life mm-hmm. like the seeds are being planted but there has to be water and there has to be yeah. stuff so like you're still doing these so basically things. all my seeds were getting planted in bad soil yeah so basically imagine you put a seed and like concrete, it's not gonna grow. Like, grow. <laughs> Literally, that's what it is, and it, that's why all my seeds have been in concrete for so yeah. long. But until the seeds got moved to fertile ground, yeah. where Jesus is like you know Moses takes off his shoes yeah. and he steps onto the ground, like where yeah. Jesus like told him, "Hey, take off your shoes and walk into new, new land, basically yeah. like the fertile ground." You know, and yeah. that's when I found myself well, like going, like stepping out of my shoes from the past this yeah. year. To actually start now, the seeds start sprouting from a long time ago. And yeah. I start remembering stuff from like, and you start it starts younger. making sense. So why was yeah. going on? So like, it wasn't for nothing. If you're going to church and like you're not learning anything, yeah. but at least you're still going because those seeds are being planted in your head, yeah. but they won't come forth until you start watering. Sometimes them. some seeds, sometimes things happen years ago. Like it does. I think God's timeline is so different than ours. We're like, man, oh, yeah. like you forget, and then all of a sudden, like a thought comes out, like, oh yeah, I did. Like it works. Like yeah, exactly. things things make sense when you look mm-hmm. back. When you start doing like what God asked you in the Bible to yeah, do, no, works, you're yeah. able to start watering all the all the seeds, and then everything starts coming yeah. forward. So, yeah. I wasn't watering the seeds back then. I went through all these relationship issues. I'm just like, dang, you know, like 
I'm like relationship after relationship. And the worst part was yeah. it started building anger up in me. Anger I never thought I would ever have. Yeah. So I would lash out at people. And like that's where a lot of my anger problems. And it was like a lot of things too, just like people in high school dealing with people telling me stuff or like mm-hmm. bullying, all that stuff, and, like on the football team. All that stuff, like I realized that it actually did affect me. But, yeah. but in my mind, I'm just like, Pushing under the carpet. The more stuff you push under the carpet, your rug's gonna be dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally, you're gonna have like a like you look under the rug, you have bugs and roaches and mold. Yeah. So that's basically my life. All this stuff's being pushed under the carpet, and I wasn't dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I say Nick's message about are you okay is important because you don't deal with the real you. You just push stuff under the carpet, and that's why people are hurting and they have all these past issues or their relationship isn't the way they want it to be. Yeah. And their life isn't where they want it to be either because they yeah. push all this stuff under the carpet. And that was me. I was just like. The happy guy that had, I was like, everybody's like, oh, Dom's funny. Dom makes all these videos and stuff. They're like, I make comedy videos back then. Yeah, yeah. Some more inappropriate than others, but yeah, there were there comedy ones. How had to be. And then um, that was just big for me because I was just like, dang, you know, I realized that this year, like, all this stuff did affect me later down the yeah. road. And until you sit down and realize, hey, like, these things did affect me more than I thought because society teaches us to just keep moving, you know, brush yeah. it off. You think you learn from it, but you're not learning. You're just, you're just letting it sit there. Yeah. I mean, you are learning something, like, yeah. mentally-wise, but in your spirit, all yeah. this stuff carries with you. If you don't deal with your spirit of your mind, yeah. you're not going to be able to push to that level. Because in reality, you're hurting deep, deep inside. But yeah. until you actually push forward to that next level, you're not going to be able to push past yeah. the past. And that was a big thing I wrote, was, like, pa- pushing past the past. That was, like, a big message I just sat down and wrote one day. Like, God gave me a revelation. I literally wrote yeah. down, like, a three-page, like, sermon yeah. to be used one day to help somebody out that's going through it. Just push past the past, bro. That was big for me, not being able to push past the past. And this took, like, three years. So for anybody going through it, it's just, like, it's a long process until you sit down and make the choices. And if I didn't make the choices this year, who knows how long could have went on for it and I could have been stuck in a, a mindset where I was I just victim to the world. That's basically what it was. Yeah. So in 2017, I was literally so mean to this person. Like she was great. Like that was like probably my, my last longest relationship. Because yeah. like this year, my two relationships, <laughs> if you even consider them a relationship, yeah. were like a month or like a yeah. month and a half. And but they feel like the longest like relationships of your life when mm-hmm. you're actually loving somebody and like you're in it. Like the the moments they're just like perfect compared to like the three months they felt shorter for some reason. But yeah. like this year, like these two felt like long. I knew it was for a reason, too, because yeah. it was part of God's plan when he brings you into relationships. But I was—I realized after that relationship ended with that girl, I was just like, oh, it was her, you know. Oh, it's not me. Right. It's not I'm, her. I'm like, it's her. I'm like, she, I'm like, she just left because of, she couldn't, like, do the things I wanted her to do. But in reality, I was, like, mean me. Like, I was bad, you know. Yeah. Like, it was to the point where I was just like, I wouldn't yeah. hit her, but, like, I was just, like, tell her mean stuff. Yeah, I was really verbally abusive. Yeah. And just like I didn't like, I was just thinking like, damn, like why am I like this? I remember thinking one point, and I was just like, shoot. But in reality, it started with my sophomore year relationship. Like that was the beginning. Yeah. And if, until you realize where's the root of this coming from, you can't yeah. deal with it. You know, nice. you keep, no matter how hard you, how hard you try to learn from it, you need yeah. spiritual healing. Like that's why you need God in your life. Some things you you can't just get by. Yeah. You have to hit pause and really. Because no matter how much you learn, until you deal with your spirit, yeah. where everything flows out of. That's yeah. why, in your heart, that's where God says. Guard your heart above anything else because that's where flows the wellsprings of life. That made yeah. more sense to me this year than ever because I wasn't guarding my heart back then yeah. from the evil of the world. I'm letting all yeah. this evil stuff come in, and then what do I put out? All the bad evil back yeah, out. Right. It's basically just like in and out. Like yeah. like when your body doesn't want to take something, it'll spit it back out, and it just yeah. becomes a never-ending cycle. It's, it's, you're you're going to get rid of these things no matter what. Like eventually you're going you're gonna, to um, manifest. Mm-hmm. No, dude. Yeah, no. I think one of the biggest problems I see in this world today is um, victimization. Like you even said, she wasn't her fault, bro. Why don't she do what I want to do? Yeah, exactly. But like, if you hear that, like, that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like all, like we 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 claim the victim life of I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. you're wrong. You did something. They yes. hurt me. They yeah. did this to me. Exactly. They did that to me. It was them. Why do we do that? It's 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 a way we don't have to grow or look in the mirror. Like it's exactly. easy just to be like, because I'm sure we know people that are like, I'm not wrong. They hurt me. They did. But like, but what did you do? Yeah. What did what did you do? Like look in the mirror exactly. for that. Like what did what could we do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I think it's just And that's how I know what it's like when people want to be right. They're like, I'm right about this. Even some Christians I know, they'll be like, I'm right about this. And you're... Christians are Christians are people too, bro. Oh yeah. Exactly. Human, bro. exactly. So I'm just like I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're not right. Like you're like I know what it's like. I know you think yeah. like this is right, but like you don't know everything and yeah. you can't justify the wrongs you do as yeah. right because you know deep down inside and the Holy Spirit will convict you over time that it is not right. Like I'm like, it's literally biblical. Everything that yeah. you're not supposed to be doing, like you're doing, you know. And I struggle with that too. You know, we're not gonna be perfect people, but we're supposed to do our best because we're 
followers of God, and we're going to follow God. We get, we're going to take, it'll become natural to take the image of God. I don't think we have to fully do good, but because it'll come naturally when you start growing it's, into it's God. It's a journey, dude. It becomes like, you take the nature of God yeah. over time. Like that's what, We're made in the image of God. Yeah. So if we follow him, we're going to begin to be yeah. more like Jesus and show love to people. It's and that's the biggest thing is love because that's what God is. It's a decision, bro. You have to make a choice every day to get better. Oh, yeah. To get better. To get better. And you'll never be perfect. I think people who say you don't look like you should. Well, good. That means I need Jesus. Yeah, exactly. But the That's things good. I struggle with today are not the things I struggle with then. I've gotten better. Yeah. Like, I always tell like, I've had times where people be like, man, I am just keep messing up. I just keep dealing with this. I'm like, do you feel like conviction? Like, yeah, I'm like, perfect. You're doing great. It's like, you didn't feel conviction before. Jesus never said, pick up your cross, follow me, you're going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. He said, pick up your cross every single day. Choose to follow me, die to yourself every single yeah. day. You don't get, you get saved once. Like, um, salvation is one time, but you daily choose. It's it's like working out, bro. You don't go do one curl like, why aren't I big yet? Yeah. Right? You know? It's it's like you have to hit it every mm -hmm. single day and every single day. And you don't see growth until you, like, right? I'm sure you work out and you'll be like, I look I look the same. Right? Look, man. For example, <laughs> I'm like, don't look at me. If you're Anthony, like, you work out, but like, you like you will look and you're like, I look the same until you see a picture from back. You're like, oh, yeah. dude, I look better, you know? Uh -huh. That's life of God. Like, you're not perfect. The goal is not perfection. The, the goal is excellence. The goal is saying every day I'm going to get a little better here. Mm -hmm. Even if you get, like, 1% better. That's better. It's progress. Mm -hmm. Like, you, we, we are, you're not going to get... You're not going to be perfect right away. And mm -hmm. that's, like, good. That's the yeah. point. Like, it's getting a little better. Yeah. And I think there was a stigma back in the day from when we were younger of people in church are perfect. Leaders, you're good. We can't say we're, we're not we're not hurting. We're good. Yeah. But we're hurting people. And I think that brings more people in, I find, mm -hmm. is to be able to say, like, I was having a conversation at work the other day with one of the partners who's, um, they're not, they're not religious at all. And they know I'm very religious. And I'm like, do I act, I was talking about, like, I was like, be honest, do I seem like what you would think of someone who leads something in church, who is like a young adult's director or pastor? Director? And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, right? and, I, and I was giving a point. I was like, I was like my language is real bad. They're like, yeah, I was like, exactly. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I apologize. I was like, man, I probably shouldn't. I said some words. I like, probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I was like, this is Christianity. And they're like, looking at me, I was like, I'm not perfect, right? They're like, uh, they're like confused. Like, they're like, no. I was mm -hmm. like, exactly. That's like, just I'm better than what I used to be. I was like, if you exactly. saw me then and now, you would see the difference. Life with Jesus is a perfection. You're not perfect. That's that's perfect that you're not perfect. It's yeah. the choice to walk it out and saying, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm not where I was, and I'm exactly. choosing to walk it out. Yeah. And you're right. I, I mean, we've had conversations with people who are, you're playing the line of, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a good Christian, yeah. but then you're doing this. Yeah. Well, just be cool. You're, you're that, like, what you're doing is you're trying to fix something you're not. It's okay to be where you're at right now. Like, you're, you do love Jesus, and you genuinely do. We see that. Yeah. And you're doing this, but, hey, you're trying to get better. What's going to separate you from growth is this idea of, I'm a great person. I would never do that. Yeah. You were just doing that, though. Exactly. That's fine. Be honest. Be honest about the mm -hmm. fact that, hey, I'm doing it. I'm trying to get better. It's hard for me. Cool, man. That's mm -hmm. cool. It's it's a walk, bro. Yeah. We're figuring this out, right? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is we have to be real with ourselves. So if real. not, we're going to be just, like, still, like, we're going to be yeah. picking other people, like, well, you're supposed to be doing this and that as Christians, and, and then we do we're that going because that. we're the ones hurting. Exactly, right? we're literally the ones trying to tell people not to live a certain way. But in reality, we're the ones struggling. So you're doing with it that. too, bro. There's open about but it. But we feel the need to go and convict other people about it. But the thing is, yeah. it's not our job to convict people yeah. as Christians. That's the job yeah. of the Holy Spirit to bring yeah. conviction within, and that's where a lot of Christians have it. That's why people see Christians wrong. They think yeah. that oh, we're these people yeah. that just like to go right. and criticize people. But no, like we're doing it out of love we're not yeah. even supposed to convict those people regardless we're supposed we're to just love, love them people. we show god yeah. love by not judging others and that's a big yeah. too. and i would change the word i wouldn't say convict let's say this because convictions i say we're condemned because that's oh, yeah. Yeah. condemned people condemned people oh, okay yeah. guilt people guilt people yeah you ever see you ever work with someone who gets like real stressed out and doesn't know how to handle yeah. it so they'll be like you're fine don relax and you're like i'm cool bro <laughs> like i'm chilling but they're like freaking out you know yeah, exactly. like and you're like hey dude you're good, like, you know. I find myself like that too. That, that's what Christian. That's what we. Not when you say that's what people do with a wrong self, with a wrong viewpoint of who they are. Mm -hmm. And this is beyond Christianity. You're fine. You're fine. I'm like, I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, the audio cut out, so we're gonna keep going. We have about 27 minutes left. But yeah, no. But I think people do that, and it's beyond the Christian sphere. I think it's just when you have a wrong posture, when you have a wrong viewpoint of where you're at, you're gonna lash out at other people, mm -hmm. like condemn people, condemn people. Because it's a fear of, I'm good, you're not good. But whenever you understand, none of us are good. And that's good. Exactly. Like, we're not good. Like, it's cool. Yeah. 
Like that's when you see true Christianity. When you see people who are like, oh, Dom's hurting, well, Christian's hurting, Anthony's hurting, Nick's hurting, and we're open about it. Well, let's get, we can grow from there. Exactly. And I think just, it, it's, it's, a, it's a mindset problem. It's not even a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. I think we can over-spiritualize things. I don't think it's a spiritual thing. I think it's a viewpoint of, you're not okay. Mm -hmm. Like press pause, you're not okay. It's totally fine, none of us are. Yeah. Don't feel a need to be perfect because you're insecure. We all see that you're hurting. Be open about the fact that I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I was. Exactly. And I think that's just a, and that's a mindset that I think would really bring growth to us if we could just be real about the fact that I'm not cool. Like that's cool. So aren't we? Yeah. But yeah, man. I feel that work, that way at work too. You know, like <laughs> like if we I guess dispute my um, coworker because he's yeah. like, well, you're doing all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I'm still like, I'm not where I used to be. Like, I know my my language is bad too. Yeah. Like, I struggle with like coarse jokes. <laughs> yeah. Coarse joking is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, that's work. my problem, bro. It's the biggest thing. It's hard because that becomes our personality. How yeah. we've always been joking around wise. Yeah. But that's like the biggest thing that we should get to Jesus. But it's gonna come in time, you know, growing wise. Yeah. And that's where we take the nature of Jesus, and He makes it easy. We don't have to try our hardest to change it. He'll just make it natural yeah, because of what, a, just, just because of what like we do for yeah. Him, you know, as people. You can't force muscle growth. You exactly. Keep, you just keep showing up and keep hitting, it and it's gonna get. That's better. like that's like taking extra supplements trying to get to where you want to be. But instead, you need to just keep doing it naturally because God is basically the natural yeah, source. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like taking your protein. Like God's the yeah. natural protein that we need yeah. for life. It's basically like that. Yeah. So my coworkers telling me like, oh, well, you're still doing this. Like, why am I gonna go to church or whatever? I'm like, I'm like, you have to understand. Like, basically everything you were saying. Like, even though like I'm not perfect, I'm still growing. Like, you should have yeah. seen where I was months ago. You know, like I was like bad compared yeah. to where I'm at now. I was dealing with the alcohol abuse. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I didn't even see it as a problem. But now, yeah, I saw it as a problem. People are like, well, you could have one drink. I'm like, yeah, I know I can. Eventually, I will. But for now, yeah. like where I'm trying to stay in a sober mindset, yeah. And trying to keep out all of that stuff completely. Not just I'm, I'm not trying to look perfect. It's because I gave that to God already. I yeah. surrendered that to Him. And me drinking is gonna like uh, basically say, you know what, God, yeah. I don't trust you with that area of my life anymore. Yeah. But any area we give to God, we have to keep giving it to Him because that's yeah. the whole reason why we started doing it uh -huh. in the first place, trying to get close to Him by giving the little areas. And that was the one I couldn't give up for so long. Yeah. But when I realized I gave it up, I realized that I didn't never needed it because I'm fine without drinking. I'm just yeah. like wow. Because I drank literally every weekend for three for three, three years straight. Just hammering. I think I took the longest I took off was like 28 days. I didn't even make it to a month. And now I'm on two months and I'm just like, wow. Hey. And it came easy. You know why? Because I surrendered it to God yeah. and I kept growing into him and he brought me peace and he brought me contentness. I didn't need to go out and find fun or think, oh, I need to have a drink to have fun. Yeah. That, I gave up that old mindset and grew into a new mindset. I saw the bigger perspective that, okay, all this stuff's temporary. Mm -hmm. Me getting drunk and all this stuff, it's not gonna last forever, you know. Yeah. And like, look at how many bad relationships you had for it, like because of it. Like, look at all yeah. the bad stuff that happened. And even this year, when I was still growing, and I'm going through the drinking process, right? And I'm with this girl in March. And if it wasn't for her, I'm thankful I went. I went through that depression state after yeah. that relationship. I'm thankful for all the struggles God gave me because if not, it wouldn't have pushed me to the next level to yeah. keep coming back to Him. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing. Like we're supposed to lean on Him for all our strength. That's mm -hmm. why people are like, oh, I'm gonna do this myself. They try to muscle it themselves, but it's like, no, we need like, if you, we need God as our spotter. If you like, ain't pick gonna us bench that, you ain't gonna bench that. You, if you can't don't force it, exactly, bro. If you don't mentally or if you don't like physically and mentally prepare yourself yeah. for like the next season of your life, you're yeah. gonna end up being stuck with no spotter. Jesus is yeah. our spotter. He's pick up that weight so we don't have to pick it up yeah he's really gonna pick up that weight that's been on us but yeah. if we don't have him there we're gonna die because that yeah. weight's gonna crush you to death yeah, and that's bro. crazy when you think about it it's like dang you know like yeah. it's true that's what that's why people come to god like this is why you have kanye coming back to god because he realized that his, like the way of this world even like justin bieber is like he's like preaching now some certain times and he's got yeah. baptized and it's crazy to see like all these fig public figures that we've seen it's just People that needed to be famous or like yeah. money are now changing, and then the world wants to go and criticize them right away. But yeah. it's like that's just how the world is. That's just how yeah. people think. But the biggest thing yeah. is everything starts in your mind. If you yeah. live a slave to your mind, you're going to be a slave to your mind your whole life. Yeah. And until you gain freedom from the past and your whole past mindset, you're never going to push to what God has for you. So once you start living free, it's like, all right, God, what's next? You know? Yeah. And you just got to say yes in advance, whatever comes. So I'm going through the relationship. And all the bad stuff from the past, like certain situations, I started getting angry, lashing out again, thinking, oh, I'll be good in this relationship. You think, I'm good going to the relationship until, 
until it, <laughs> it hits the fan and, and here I am getting drunk at a bar hella like depressed yeah and just like going through like the process the beginning of the breakup yeah and I was just like dang you know like this if I would have just responded right based on the events that happened and just stayed calm and found peace in God I could handle it to a better situation to where I could have left because I knew it wasn't right yeah but at the same time I'm so in love with this person you're stuck in the mindset and you don't mm -hmm. see the you don't see outside the box yeah. you let your emotions control your feelings and then then you start doing all the stuff in the past that you used to do. And that's yeah. how you live. You revert. You basically, um, it's like a relapse. Like when you relapse on drugs again. It's yeah. basically the same thing. I basically relapsed in a relationship, yeah. but with emotions. Yeah. And I was just like stuck. I was like, dang. And this is this is new for me. I barely found this out right now as yeah. I'm speaking. Like yeah. This just came to me. I'm just yeah. like, dang. You know, I basically relapsed back into the old state yeah. of mind. So, okay. So I grew past that now. I got over depression around May coming time. Yeah. So then I get into another relationship, and this time is better because like with somebody godly, I'm like, okay, this is great. Now I'm in a church relationship, and I've grown past the depression state, and yeah. I know what it's like. But what am I doing still wrong? I'm still drinking. I'm still partying, and this is where the world comes into play. Yeah. So you, you're trying to escape the past, mm -hmm. but you're leaving little loopholes for the devil to come in. So God gives you freedom. He gives you all this, but he doesn't promise the world without uh, promise life without trials. Yeah. So you're going to experience trials still, but you're still living in the world. That gives the devil permission to basically say, okay, here I come back in your mind again. I'm going to yeah. steal your thoughts. So throughout the relationship, there would be times I would find myself struggling. So the one thing I want, what do I do right away? I go hit the bar with some boys. I'm like, let's yeah. get it. Not <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but I'm literally drinking, right? And then like that led to another bad episode of my drunkenness and yeah. me just doing dumb things. And when I did it and afterwards, I was just like, that morning, literally, it's like 6 a.m. I have church. I'm just like, dang. I literally spent the night at this girl's house that didn't even want me to come because I was so <laughs> drunk. And I'm literally sleeping on her floor. I'm like, hey, can I sleep on the bed? I'm literally Man. on the floor. I'm like sleeping on the floor for five hours. And I'm just like, bro, I'm like, I can't believe like I'm at this like spot. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'm so like infatuated with this person. I love them so much that I'm yeah. trying to stay in that comfort zone so bad. Yeah. And that comfort zone is what kill me instead of me just staying home and like, Reading the Bible or praying to Jesus, I'm, and I, I can't because my judgment's affected by my alcoholism. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just thinking, like, dang, like, I'm not, I'm still doing the same things I did in every past relationship, and there's no growth. I'm mm -hmm. just staying the same. I wasn't giving up all those areas to God. Yeah. I wasn't giving up all the bad stuff, all the partying and raving. And really, before I jumped into this relationship, a, a week before, I was at, a, kid you not, chain smoked eight cigarettes in one day, was drunk the whole day, barely even remember the first day of this rave. And I'm yeah. just thinking, at the end of the day, I'm like, dang, this day went by quick. And I'm just like stuck in this like mindset where I'm just like, like not sober minded. If you don't live sober minded, you're going to be intoxicated to mm -hmm. life. That was a message, big message for me when I was going through my depression state. I watched it. I missed church for two weeks. Yeah. And I remember I was depressed in bed and I literally popped. I'm like, I know I'm going to watch celebration. I need yeah. this right now. Like that's when your need for God comes in because you realize, okay, obviously me doing everything I know and just living victim to being depressed is not going to help me. I need yeah. to push for more. So I literally pull up a message. It was called, um. I still remember it. Dealing with difficult people are... Um, yeah, I think it was... I don't feel it. That was the, that was the one. Yeah. I don't feel it. So basically, he was talking about... Um, yeah, I can't remember right now. It went blank. Um, he basically talked about... <laughs> um, you're not going to feel all the time in life. Like, you're, like, you're not going to want to do some certain things, mm -hmm. you know? Like, going to church, praying to God, you know? But you have to keep doing those things. And that was, like, what Nick was talking about. And I realized that. I was like, yeah, like, I'm not doing the whole church thing because, like, I'm not feeling it, you know? Mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling it those times. So when I started feeling, like, a certain type of way, I realized I need Jesus. So when I was watching those two, they started bringing me back to my feet again. And I really found myself hands and knee praying in my mm -hmm. room. And I'm basically, like, having church in my room at this point, yeah. watching the whole celebration service. And that brought me back. And I was just like, dang, you know, I needed that, like, that God picked me up. Yeah. But I realized I, it became, like, a permanent pick-me-up after that because I realized that I needed God all the time. So I'm going through the yeah. drinking process, but I'm still sad about this girl, right? You know, still trying to push the past, the past. And then I moved, after I got past it, whatever, I'm going to the new relationship. And mm -hmm. as I'm going through it, I'm still doing the same things. Yeah. And then I get the same result again because you know what happened? I relapsed again in my emotions and I literally got hit. I kid you not. And this is crazy how God works. I got hit with the same similar event and the same action because of that person they did yeah. from literally six months ago that that person did six months ago the same person did again yeah. and it's crazy you get bought broken people at the same time because yeah. i got brought two broken people with past that were like, not even yeah. comparable to mine they were like really bad yeah and i'm just thinking like dang like like i wonder why i got put with the same 
situation twice. Yeah. But I realize God will hit you with the same situation twice until you learn, like, hey, yeah. look at, like, how you're responding to these people. Like, yeah. they've been hurt. You know, you need to respond better out of love. You need to spend more attention yeah. to them in better ways, not just make it about yourself. And I realized I just made it about me, 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 me. Like, I was yeah. like, my needs, my my wants, instead of just being like, hey, like, I understand you went through all this. Like, I'm yeah. going to be extra kind to you, show extra love because yeah. that's how you made me God to be. Yeah. And that's when I wasn't responding right. I was just thinking about myself. I was selfish. Mm -hmm. And so when the time came to that same similar situation, I was hit in this relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I responded the same way I did in the past relationship. And I lashed out and I got, I was basically like almost like an anxiety feeling. Like you start panicking. Yeah. And then I got stuck, got stuck in that same mindset. And I remember that day, I'm like, why do I feel like this? I was like so frustrated yeah. trying to get that feeling out of my head. But I wasn't in that moment. I wasn't yeah. praying, yeah. and I found I realized that I didn't pray after yeah. that. I didn't spend time with God. I was just yeah. so fixated on like why I'm like I'm fixated on this girl. Like, hey, why is this happening? Why is this? And I'm like, why am I doing the same thing as before? Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang, that hit me hard. I was like, I realized there was no growth. So I realized after that relationship had ended, mm -hmm. and I realized um, I needed to like fully give up everything if I'm gonna press the next level because yeah. I got the same result again. But that's why God hits us with similar situations so we could learn. He yeah. wants us to learn because he loves us too much to stay the same. Yeah. He wants us to see us grow. He yeah. doesn't do it because he hates us. He's not gonna put bad people in our life for yeah. that reason. He's gonna show us like, hey, like you need growth in that area because yeah. literally look what happened. Like two great people, great people from this yeah. year again. And look what you ended up yeah. with nothing because you chose the world and you chose yeah. to live victimized to, to the past. Your way. So you chose yeah. to do it your way instead of God's way. So yeah. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to do it God's way fully now. Yeah. So I gave up alcohol. And you know what happened? I started gaining so much more wisdom after that. I started actually living the godly life peace. I have perfect yeah. peace now. Like I'm living every day with purpose. It doesn't just become living anymore. Yeah. Like I lived every, like Nick had a past message this past weekend about living for the day. Yeah. Like pause the pause the progression. And I was like, dang, that was big, you know? And yeah. I did that every day. Just I'm like, what could I learn today? What could I do better, yeah. you know? Just like living life free, and then boom, Friday hit, and I'm like, dang, it's already Friday. This week went by quick. And when yeah. you start living like that, you don't even care that it's Friday anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just a weekend, you know? Now it's just yeah. another weekend. It's crazy. You're one thing. Um, you remember about two weeks ago, there was a message about like, what's the one thing? Uh huh. Was your, was your, was your one thing the alcohol? One, my one thing had it was the alcohol. Cause, and because it sounds like for me, I'm no expert, but what it sounds like to me was like the, the relationships in itself aren't bad i mean obviously there's navigation that comes to all of that but in the relationship when things went south minorly little disagreement you automatically revert back exactly to the alcohol mm -hmm. back to the alcohol it was your one thing exactly. those the net and the problem is once you take that net out like because uh, they were saying it so there you can give everything to god and that's good like it's good because there's some things that are easy like my my need to kill people I don't really struggle with that. That's an easy thing for me to be, God, I'm not killing anyone today. Because, I, I don't, you know, it's not hard. But it's that one thing. The one thing was the alcohol. Because if I give that up, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, if, if it don't come through, you're going to fall. Mm -hmm. And I think that's life. Like, it don't matter how much you know, how much you can see, how much self-evaluation you have. The mm -hmm. feelings are the same of if I give this up and this relationship fails and God don't come through, where are we at? Like, and I dance the fear people have. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if it just don't come through, but it's the one thing. But out of you giving that one thing, you realize real quick how many problems came from that one exactly. thing. Oh, it wasn't me blocking out. But now since I gave up this, oh, I'm not as anxious. Oh, I'm not I'm not as mean to people. I'm not as, like, you realize this, mm -hmm. this core sprouted all these things. Mm -hmm. And the problem is we live life so much trying to get the, the top. God, I just got to be better at relationships. I can't be angry. And I can't be this. Mm -hmm. Well, majority of your problems are coming from one thing. Yeah. Majority of your problems are yeah. like exactly. are coming from not all all these things are problems. They're byproducts of the problem. What's yeah. the problem? The one thing. Mm -hmm. the you one get thing. rid of that. Look at how your life's flourishing, and that's progression. Mm -hmm. That gets better. But now you're gonna have. You're, now what's the next thing? What's the next thing we need to give up? What's mm -hmm. the newest one thing? Yeah. And I think that's the goal of just mm -hmm. being that. You gotta just look, give everything to God. You gotta look at the root, man. Yeah. I guess I tell people don't don't worry about the surface issue. Like whenever people are like. Well, he can't dress like that or talk like that or she can't take pictures like that or do that. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, let, let's hit pause in the surface area. Still with the soul. You deal mm -hmm. with someone's soul, you're perfect, man. Yeah. That's why it's like our job not to convict. Here's why. Because you're not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get anywhere by saying, Dom, don't say that. Dom, don't dress like that. Dom, don't do that. Hey, f fix the heart and it's all going to work. Exactly. Kill the, get, get that. Work on the inner, not the outer. The outer is not going to get you anywhere. Exactly. We're just gonna, you're going to spend your whole life just 
why am I not doing this? If I can only have more money, if I can only have more fame, if I can only have more sex, if I can only have fixed, well, why are you feeling that way? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that's where getting on your knees because I think there's a lot of problems that we can't fix a self help. We need God to go in there and mm-hmm. like a uh, pastor always says, illuminate to illuminate it to point out this is the problem. Yeah, exactly. And to admit. And your thing wasn't you don't fix the problem, but you say, God, I recognize this problem. Here you go. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to give up. God's not exactly. just going to come and take it. Yeah. And that's how we grow. The mm-hmm. devil say, I'm just giving it up and let yeah. him take it from us. So, yeah, man, that's good. I think the biggest thing is just like God will only come as far as you let him. So if you like say, I remember in the Bible it says about Mary and, Mar- Mar- Mary and Martha. Yes. They went to go meet Jesus at the gate because Jesus didn't come when they wanted him to when Lazarus died. So do you know what they did? They didn't let him into his home like the other times before. They went to meet him at the gate. Mm-hmm. And basically they were like, well, where have you been, Jesus? We, we, they were angry and like mm-hmm. frustrated. And I feel like we're the same way. Yeah. We go and meet God halfway. And we don't let him come in fully. We're like, well, where have you been? You know, But yeah. you don't realize what God was trying to do because yeah. you didn't let him fully in. You didn't trust him. The yeah. biggest thing is trust. That's what I literally shared with our team last weekend. I was like, you have to trust God yeah. with that area if you want to flourish. Yeah, and that was big for me because I didn't trust him enough to yeah. like let go of that alcohol. Yeah. Literally, when my relationship was bad, I went to alcohol to go out and party and stuff. Yeah. Like right when they went bad because I couldn't handle it. I was that was like my safety zone, yeah, my comfort zone. That was your coping mechanism. And based and the first day this person stopped talking to me, like six months later yeah. down the road, this person I'm with, like it was literally like two and a half months ago. And this person I'm with, and you know what the first thing I did was go out and drink and yeah. dance with girls and this is the first day she's not talking to me blocking yeah. on everything and i'm just like because i'm thinking talk- i'm like how did i just like get so i just think it was just yeah. like the fear like the you, past you, the past you, you get so used to avoiding the problem you see it coming uh-huh you're not even there you're like it's like you're not we're not even done yet but i see the pain i already uh-huh. know let's go get ready yeah like a train's coming let's step uh-huh. off the rails exactly. like you just know this is it's like instinct right exactly when you get hit you go up mm-hmm. whenever you see pain we're going this way we're yeah. going this way we, like you already know, like I'm sure even before it ended, you already had thoughts of okay, we're gonna go here. Like it, it's starting to, you're already planning. This, exactly, we're getting out, we're going there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, that's that's the thing. That's the that's that, that's your thing. Yeah, that yeah. was the big thing. Yeah. And now that I get like clear perspective and seeing yeah. that, I was like, wow. Like I even stepped back and said, yeah. Like the, and literally the next morning, that's when I quit drinking because I woke up and I said. I'm done. Like, I was hungover as heck, you yeah. know? I just been out partying with girls. Like, literally, this girl that I found so special and great, like, I literally went out and, like, did that? Like, yeah. with, like drank and was, like, dancing yeah. on girls? Like, where do I even, like, get that mindset yeah. from? Like, I was so foolish and dumb. Instead of just sitting home praying, you know, and just, like, finding the right word to yeah. say. Not being so persistent at trying to fix the problem or just being so anxious yeah. about it. And because of my anxiousness and my yeah. anxiety of, like, the fear of losing the relationship yeah. or trying to control it, yeah. that ended to the reason why the yeah. relationship didn't work. And I realized, yeah. like, dang, you know, if I would have just had the peace I did now. And it sucks that now we know how great we are, how much that relationship could have worked. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's why God... Takes you through yeah. seasons of life and brings those people in so you could see growth. Sometimes those people weren't even supposed to be the ones we were supposed to be with because God has their own journey for yeah. them that they need to walk out. Yeah. And they're not where you're at now, you know, because everybody yeah. has their own progression in life. So now that you're at this point, sometimes that person's not even ready for you now yeah. at that point. Like you yeah. thought you weren't ready for them. Now they're not ready for yeah. you. It's, you're it's, not, it's not about us. Let me yeah. ask you, why do you think, um, if I may get real on the podcast, that's cool. Yeah, go for it. So, so why do you like this? Why do you think you're um? So we know, like, I mean, you you know, and you made it evident that alcohol is the byproduct of pain. Mm-hmm. You go, you would go there. Yeah. What with the relationships? It seems like the constant theme was a need to always be in this relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it because because we know alcohol is obviously the coping mechanism, but something had to get you there. Yeah. It seems like there's a constant theme of a relationship. Why is that? Why think, is, there, is it like a need, like you need to have someone to depend yeah. on? Is that like your thing, your one I, thing now? Like, I, I, what, what I hate to admit is probably true because yeah. I would say, <laughs> I would say like, oh, I don't need a person in my life. And but then like there'd be the need to like wanting to at least talk to one person yeah. or be there with somebody. But now it's just like so peaceful to the point where like I'm just like content with where I'm at. Yeah. I don't need that person there, yeah. but it's just nice to talk to people. But now yeah. I'm doing it for the right reasons when I do talk yeah. to people. Because I want to see growth in them. So I'll literally have one-on-one conversations or we'll talk. But it's not even about trying to get something out of girls anymore. It's actually about having Now it's about genuine friendship. Now it's about friendship and like making conversation purposeful. Not just like, 
I'm trying to take you home tonight. Let's do this, yeah. you know. And like, it's just big now. Like, whenever yeah. you start looking at women the right way instead of how you did before, yeah. it becomes purposeful. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, you know, instead of trying to fill a void, I already have the void filled because Jesus fills that yeah. void now, and I don't have to revert to trying yeah. to be in a relationship. And now I'm at the point like I don't want to be in a relationship for a while. Doesn't it's, mean I'm talking to not. I'm not gonna let the past keep me from pushing to a new yeah. relationship. But if there is, does come the time, it's it'll be perspective, you and know, it'll be on is. God's timing. Like this is gonna be the one you're supposed to. Yeah. be. it's not gonna be reverting back to how you used to be yeah. so now that i took in alcohol there's no room for me to go back to anything yeah. like like alcohol like the coping mechanism yeah. you know i don't have to go back to that yeah. now i just fall back on jesus when things do go back yeah. and i could pray and have peace of mind because he brings perfect peace that when you rest in him you have perfect peace mm-hmm. when you do rest in the world you don't have perfect peace because you're up and down and then the devil comes in and he's able to work change your thoughts around instead of replacing um a bad thought with a good thought, you basically just keep bad thoughts in your mind. That's yeah. why a lot of people find themselves depressed, and that's why I found myself depressed. I didn't replace my bad thoughts with a God thought. You have to yeah. get God thoughts in your head. Yeah. And so he could come and change around that, you know? Because if not, a, you're going to have just bad thoughts all the time in your head. You have to make a conscious decision to want to change. Exactly. So it is, bro. People want, just God, please, God, take it, God, take it. Well, you got to make a conscious decision mm-hmm. to work it out. That's the best thing I ever got. There was a guy by the name of um, Jocko Willem. Not christian at all but he uh he has this podcast like a motivational speaker he's a former navy seal and he always talks about extreme ownership mm-hmm. ownership own the problem and i like try to live my life when i'm going through something what did i do mm-hmm. like what did i do to cause this and if it's something i didn't cause what do i do to respond to this because mm-hmm. god's there with helping hands but he's only gonna go as far as you're gonna let him yeah at some point i need to pick up the ownership a part of growth like your growth would not be me like, oh, man, it hurts to bench this. Let me get you lighter weight, Dom, to a better. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to get you better. It's going to be me saying, push. And I, if you need, we're going to spot you. Yeah. Like, Jesus does that. Jesus gives you the tool to say, work. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you're saved now, work, now push. And I think part of that is the ownership of, I need to get better here. Yeah. Let's start mm-hmm. making progress. Mm-hmm. If you're always comfortable in your Christian walk, you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. You should be uncomfortable. You should be sore. You should be hurting. Oh, yeah. Sometimes like, a good sign that you're doing good is the fact that when everything looks like it's going wrong, you're going somewhere. Yeah. Devil, Satan doesn't mess with people who aren't doing good. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to, he's not going to leave alone. Like, Don's already self-destructing. I don't even mess with that. Just, <laughs> yeah, we're, exactly. we're when you start getting in progress, that's when you're feeling like, man, I'm alone. Is it working? I'm, I'm feeling extra. You're walking yeah. closer. The enemy only fights strong enemies. And when I was going through everything this year, I feel like that's when I got hit the most. It's yeah. crazy. Compared to all the other times living in the world, mm-hmm. I was cruising along, living life happy. I'm like, oh, I'm happy in the world, you know? And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, when I, the one time I would, sometimes I would need God. I'll be like, okay, God, you know, I need help here and there, you know? And yeah. He gives it to me because obviously I had faith. But at the same time, slip back into the world. Yeah. No growth, no change. Keep yeah. just a never-ending cycle until we realize that, hey, we need God right now like you need him fully if not you're gonna just live unstable and that was yeah. me double mindset diet double mindset and foolish in all my ways yeah. and I was just never getting to that point so I'm glad two and a half months ago for that relationship because it propelled me to the next level where yeah. I'm at now and now I know where I need to grow if I want to have a relationship that's gonna work for the best you gotta you know? go on the offense bro exactly offense. now it's just like you got think I'm, about like, I'm not afraid you don't live afraid to the past because I even got in a car accident in the, the middle of this year and that's basically was the turning point. It's either yeah. you either go back to your depressive mindset, you either mm-hmm. live a victim saying, "Oh well, life's to me bad now. I don't have a car." Yeah, like that would be easily because I literally could have died. But instead of letting that be the thing that brought me to the past, yeah, I let it propel me to the future because yeah. I said, "You know what? I, you sometimes you got to rest in the moment." Because obviously, in that moment, you're not going to be like, "Oh heck yeah, <laughs> thank you God for this car accident." Yeah. At that moment, you're just like, "Dang, that sucked." You, you got to car accident, handle it, and then yeah. It's all life decision, bro. Every exactly. bad situation God can use for good. Uh huh. Exactly. You have to be willing though to make, make a choice to make it. Yeah. Good. You have to use your testimony. Yeah. So I didn't use my testimony till afterwards because, like, I literally took it, like took a two hour nap, woke up, and I'm like, yeah, God. I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, yeah. Hey, once you get your strength back, you're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, thank you for the. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I literally was gonna share with the dream team that Wednesday yeah. about my depression, but instead I was like, hey, look, I got in a car crash and I survived. That's literally what I shared on that. That no, wasn't a yeah. Wednesday; it was a Sunday. Yeah. But I was like, dang, God gave me like a new testimony to use, yeah. you know, to for the dream team, and it was yeah. crazy at the time. I was just like, what I had planned, God's like, nope, I got something else for you instead. Oh. Even though it was a bad situation, God... God turned it to good exactly. allowed it. Even though the devil meant for it to be bad, God used it for good. He basically said, like, God, I mean, everything that happens through God 
um, the devil. The, everything that happens from the, the devil passes with God first, but he knows he can turn it around for good. Yeah. God doesn't intend for it to be bad. He wants it to be a growing process because he yeah. knows if we're strong enough, he yeah. knows we'll come back to him no matter what. So it could be like, look, devil, they're still faithful to me. Like Job in the Bible. Yeah. Like, and he threw a bunch of stuff at Job, yeah. and Job still was faithful to him. Yeah. And that's basically like he knows who his strongest warriors are on yeah. the front line because when we're pushing still towards them, even when everything's not looking right, then he's like, those are my faithful servants. Those are the people that are going to be rewarded high in heaven based on the works they did here on yeah. earth. Because literally that's what it is. You'll be rewarded for the riches in heaven that you did on earth. Whatever you did on earth mm -hmm. was like, like pushing for the kingdom of God. We're meant to go out and make disciples. That's like the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important like inviting somebody to church or like mm -hmm. just talking to them like this, like one-on-one, -on -one, you know? Yeah. Like it's important just to like do that with people because if not, you're not going to be able to make disciples and you're just going to be living mm -hmm. in the world for your temporary fun. Yeah. Never getting anywhere. But in the, in the end of the day, it's all about God and us going back towards them and just having God relationships with people. Yes, sir. Yes. At the end of the day, we all have the same Holy Spirit flowing through us, mm -hmm. but God's within us. And until we tap into the God potential inside of us, we will never reach that fulfillment or purpose that he put us here for. And when people ask, what's the purpose of life? I think the purpose of life was to come back to him at the end of the day. Because mm -hmm. literally, from God we come, to God we return. Yeah. Which is the craziest part. Yeah. That's the biggest thing we overlook. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, got to get start wrapping it up. We have about two, two minutes left. So boxing? <laughs> in about 30 seconds, I asked every one of my guests this question. If you had, let's say everyone in the world is listening to this podcast right now, you have 30 seconds to say anything to the world, undivided attention, go. Okay. Imagine living every day and just anticipating Christ's return. How would you live your day? If Christ was going to come back today, how would you start your day and how would you go about it? Just think about that. So imagine if you realize that God is real and he's going to come back, what would you do? How would you live throughout your day? And what, what changes would you make as a person? Perfect. Where can we find you on social media? What social medias are you on? Uh, you can find my Instagram, Dom the Bombi. It's D-O-M, the B-O-M-B-Y. Or you can find me on Twitter, underscore Dom the CAC, that's C-A-K. <laughs> and then you, in a, in, or Snapchat, it's Dom the Bomb 46. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, bro. And see you.